The Apple Sox pick up a 9-2 victory against the Cowlitz Black Bears. I'm Joel Norman, and we're joined by Sam Paradunzi. And, Sam, a nice win for the Apple Sox in this one, scoring seven runs in the bottom of the third inning. Uh, plenty of highlights throughout that one. It all got started uh, with each of the first seven batters of the inning reaching base. Big blows came a two-RBI single by Joichiro Oyama. Michael Davini had one of his own, a couple of errors in between. Uh, Ezra Samperi drew a walk with the bases loaded. And then Iva Arquette capped the scoring with a two-RBI single of his own. He swings and pokes one up the middle for a base hit to drive in Arquette. Orhudos is right around third as well. He slides in safely and scores. It's two to nothing Apple Sox now after a two RBI single by Joichiro Oyama. Swings at the first one he sees, hits it the opposite way. Pass the second baseman, sweet check into right field. Oyama comes around all the way from second to score. It's four to nothing Apple Sox here in the third inning. The beat goes on, six hitters into the inning, four to nothing Wenatchee with no outs thus far. The patience at the plate has been incredible as Arquette laces one over the head of the shortstop, Bozet into left center. Davini can walk home. Apodaca hustles behind him in. Two more runs across for Wenatchee, and it's now seven to nothing in an explosive third inning. In that inning, it kind of spiraled out of control, Sam. I sure felt like, and we talked about it because of the errors. Yep. But it was just kind of a sign of how the Apple Sox stayed pesky and aggressive at the plate all night long. Yeah, and you've been saying that the whole night, and I think that's kind of where their ability to draw walks in recent series has really shown in that in that plate discipline and that pitch selection and those those moments of of being able to string together good at bats where you have good pitch selection where you put the ball in play and even if you're not necessarily hitting the ball well you're putting it in play and 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 able to force those errors those are the types of moments that when you string those together that's what ultimately wins you ball games and we we talked about that it's like Offense can help you win ball games, but ultimately defense is what really solidifies yes. that or secures that for you. And if you don't have that, if you don't have that clean defense, then then you can't protect yourself to win a ball game. And we sure saw that tonight. Five errors committed by the Black Bears, none for the Apple Sox, and it just and sometimes it takes teams a game or two to get used to playing at Paul Thomas Senior Stadium. And tonight, I thought in a lot of ways that was the difference. After that third inning, it felt like this game was a matter of just getting through the next few innings because Cowards did score briefly in the fourth inning, but Garrett Gores came in and he really shut out the door. Shut the door. No strikeouts, but five and two-thirds scoreless, one hit, one walk, just a brilliant, efficient effort from him. I think efficient is the key word when describing how he pitched tonight. Oh, 100% efficient. The sequences that he used, I feel like I used that word a lot tonight, but I, I feel like that's the perfect way to summarize his performance, right? Smart sequences. Low pitch count. You, If you look at the scorebook, there's one, two, and three, back to back to back, and being able to get in an inning, Get it, get three outs, and then get it off the field, and that's one of the best ways as a pitcher. If you can keep your pitches to about ten pitches an inning, you're right in the sweet spot, and that's exactly what he did. He had the first ten hitters he faced retired in order, tossed 64 pitches in total, just one of the more efficient efforts you've seen from five and two-thirds in relief. And I even asked him, I said, was that the most efficient you've ever really <laughs> pitched at that time? He said, Kind of up there Pretty in a lot much. of ways. You, right. know, you don't usually toss that many, as many pitches as you know times ten of what the inning was. You went almost six innings, sixty-four pitches for him in relief in this one. Really, his only blemishes: a two-out single in the seventh, 
a one-out walk in the ninth. Just great work from him overall in this one. And for the Apple Sox, they got a couple of more runs late. Grant shared with a RBI single in the fourth inning. That was fun because that all came in the middle of a batting with no one on and two outs. Michael Davini, Enzo Apodaca, Grant Sherrod, Ezra Samperi all reach one run scores. And again, Sam, just kind of that pesky offense coming through. It all kind of started around Davini. He helped keep a lot of these rallies either going yep. or started a new one as he went three for five tonight. He got that one started with a single. Yeah, and had a nice spread. It was able to hit to all parts of the field and really be the, the force or the momentum that ignited the offense. So you did get the, that that late game action and then follow that up with, like to your point, Gores had a walk that was one of the two blemishes that he had in his outing, but then was able to ground out into a double play to kind of close close off the game. So an all-around really solid team effort where all parties are contributing to to what was a, a, a good game and capitalizing on the mistakes of the other team. Yeah, you mentioned there the other blemish was that walk that came with one out in the ninth inning, and then a double play ball ended it to give Wenatchee the series opening victory. So a great win for the Apple Sox. Sam, obviously the key tomorrow has got to be something similar to this, be solid in the field, uh, get have a couple maybe solid innings where you're getting things done offensively, but it kind of just feels like more of the same. The Apple Sox were themselves here tonight, and frankly, that was the difference I felt. It'll be really interesting to see how the Black Bears respond in terms of pitching and, and who shows up for them from the bullpen and also who shows up for them uh, on that left side of the field in terms of defense. They used five pitchers tonight. Three of them only went one inning. Yep. So you would think they, some of them might be available for a bounce sure. back tomorrow. So that's something we'll have to keep an eye on. You don't see that a ton in summer ball. Right. The Apple Sox have had the mindset of a guy's going in relief. Let's get as many innings tonight out yep. of him. And then we worry about him tomorrow if, instead of you know stacking guys. So sure. everyone's got a little bit of a different approach. But uh, regardless, that's what the two teams went with here tonight. Let's run through the numbers of this one. The Black Bears scored two runs on seven hits commit five errors in this ball game. They would strand seven men on the base paths. For Wenatchee, nine runs, eight hits, no errors, and ten men left on base. The win tonight is going to go to Gores. He went five and two-thirds innings in relief tonight to pick up uh, the win. He proves to one and one this summer with the Apple Sox. The loss will go to McGee, the starter. We talked about this before. First four outings of the summer, he allowed seven runs in that time. In this game, he went three innings, seven runs, but only two of them were earned. But regardless, he suffered his fourth loss of the summer. So the Apple Sox taking game one here tonight in a game that lasted two hours and 37 minutes in front of 892 fans here at Paul Thomas Senior Stadium. And we're joined immediately by Garrett Gores, who went five and two-thirds innings, 64 pitches. Uh, Garrett, was this the fewest pitches you've ever needed for that long of an outing before? I, I mean, you were remarkably efficient in relief here tonight. Uh, close. I think close. I, one time I threw 80 pitches in eight innings, so up there with that. Right up though. there, pretty yeah. quickly in that regard. But uh, nice stuff from you here tonight. This had to feel nice for you after the last time you were out against Corvallis a couple of Sundays ago. You got off to such a great start in that three scoreless innings, but then just a tough four, fourth inning of work where they got to you. What do you think it was different for you this time around? Uh, I just kept attacking, got early. Back in Corvallis, I was out there for quite a while in one inning, kind of just lost it. So this time, stayed pretty quick through each inning, was efficient, and just really got, got ahead of batters early. Much different team that you guys were facing here, obviously, today, so that probably helps you out a little bit as well. But uh, nice for you guys to start off this series with the victory. What, what was a big? What was that like for you coming out pitching with a nice lead, knowing you know there's still some outs to get, 
but I can just kind of continue to add to it here by just pounding the zone and being myself. Yeah, exactly. You can really just go go right at him because if you make one mistake, you still got a big cushion left, so you can just really don't have to be too fine with it. You can just go right at him. I've been asking a lot of relievers this recently because you guys just continue to toss these just extremely lengthy outings. We've seen this with you before, six and two-thirds before, five and two-thirds today. What do you got out there? Were you thinking, I want to finish this game? Uh, yeah, I knew that I definitely could, and if I was staying efficient, I had the chance to go the rest of the game pretty easily, So, and I did just that. So It worked out great. Well, Garrett, thank you for joining us here. Thank you. That was Garrett Gores, Apple Sox reliever. He went five and two-thirds scoreless in this one, remarkably efficient. As Now we're joined on the post-game show in just a moment by Michael Davini. He picked up three hits in this one, and it was a big part of this offensive onslaught for the Apple Sox after they won by a 9-2 score here, winning by seven runs in the series opener. A great start to this one. And, again, Davini right at the heart of all this offensive attack. Mike, you went three for five in this one. Kind of a nice bounce-back game for you. I thought it was a strange weekend for you in Walla Walla. This was kind of more of what we were used to from you at the dish. Yeah, it's uh, it's nice to see the balls finally fall. You know, like I've been hitting a lot of balls hard these last this last week. With just absolutely no luck. A yeah. lot of line outs and just hard hit ground balls that aren't finding holes. So tonight was so nice to finally see the ball go through, hit first base, knowing, all right, on base, I got a chance to score here. We're just going to put up runs and just put them out of the game early. That's exactly what you did. And you went the opposite way a little bit more in this one, I noticed. Where you're so used to seeing you, and you can pull the ball, and you have pulled it a lot. You went to the opposite side a couple times. That RBI single in the third, even the ground out to end the first inning. Was that an intentional approach, or was it just kind of based on the type of pitching you were seeing tonight? Uh, they were, they started away for most of the night. Uh, first at bat, they came in with a cutter, which was weird. Caught me off guard. Still got a barrel, but just went right to him again. Mm-hmm. So I was like, all right, that's all right. But uh, for mo- the rest of the night, they stayed away from me. Tried to backdoor some curveballs and stuff like that, but... I just tried to stick to my approach of going straight through the middle of the field and good things happen, so got you've, lucky. You've joked a few times about how when you bat third, you don't get as many fastballs, so that doesn't make it as fun. What kind of adjustments have you had to make by being pretty much a regular number three hitter for the Apple Sox in the second part of the season? Uh, I would say uh, hunt the fastballs early because I know I'm going to get a lot of junk throughout mm-hmm. throughout my ABs throughout the day. Uh, a lot of pitchers like to throw in, like flip in that breaking ball first pitch for a strike. So I'll watch haulbacks at bats and see if they're flipping it in. And if they are, then I'll go up there looking for it. If not, it's just attack the fastball early. And it worked out really well. The three hits for you here tonight. This was your fifth three-hit game of the summer. What was the key? Just getting back home again, some home cooking from your host family. What was the what was the difference between this and the road? Why'd they fall today and not then, Mike? Oh, man, I have no idea. But I'm so <laughs> glad they did find their holes because I was getting – getting a little frustrated seeing the ball you know hitting it hard and seeing it go right to someone so it was good it was was really good to see tonight I hope I can keep it up for the rest of the series last week of the season for you before you head out east to coastal Carolina what what are you going to remember about this summer so far oh definitely the guys uh everyone I mean even with the coaches our team camaraderie here is unmatched I feel like that everyone bonds together and everyone's really close and I've definitely made a few very, very close friends that I'll keep hopefully forever. So I will cherish this place forever. And I'm so thankful for the opportunity to come out and play and do it again. 
been a ton of fun. One of my favorite things has been, you know, Mitch Darlington noticed that early on. He said, you know, you, Iva, and Joe were pretty much inseparable, and it was kind of cool because you guys were a really big part of this team at second, short, and third, and really neat to see how that's worked. Well, Mike, you've got a couple games left. Go crush it in those. Thanks for joining us. Yes, sir. Thank you. That was Michael Davini, Apple Sox third baseman, joining us after the 9-2 to victory. I'm Joel Norman, and we're joined here by the head coach of the Wenatchee Apple Sox, Mitch Darlington, after the Apple Sox pick up a 9-2 to triumph in the series opener. Great work from the Apple Sox attacking early in this one, scoring seven runs in the bottom of the third inning. And, Mitch, not too bad for you guys to get off to that kind of a hot start. Kind of more what we were used to seeing last week when you guys took on Kamloops. What did that mean to get another explosive inning early on in a ball game? Yeah, that was a... Uh... A huge win overall for us, just to just to keep getting wins here late in the season. Um, but you know, more importantly, that have that really big offensive output early, um, kind of let us go to the bullpen and then uh, just ride Garrett Gores and let him kind of eat up the rest of that game. Which uh, he's done a fantastic job in that role all year. He's been in long relief and he's uh, he's excelled at it. So he, he did a great job closing this one out. Five and two-thirds scoreless, one hit, one walk, no strikeouts, but he was just remarkably efficient. Just the 64 pitches in five and two-thirds. I was really impressed by that, and maybe it's a bit of a product of when he came into the ball game. It kind of changed a little bit, but I was just impressed with how efficient he was tonight, Mitch. Were you too? Yeah, yeah. He um, threw really well against Corvallis in our last uh, home series here, and um, he got that week off, um, you know, versus Kamloops, and then uh, the weekend off, we kind of had him up and available at Walla Walla, but never really got a situation to use him, so uh, we kind of knew going into tonight on a Tuesday, we thought, hey, you know, he's going to be fresh. Um, Davis Spencer, our starter, being on a 50-pitch uh, uh, pitch limit, um, we figured, hey, we're going to have to have someone come in and uh, do a little long relief here. So Garrett did that, and, and he, uh, he he shoved. He, he threw well tonight. Talk to me a little bit about Spencer. Three and a third, two runs. Those didn't come until that final inning of work. Uh, he just keeps making a little bit of steps forward. Obviously, you would love to just be able to have him full go, but he's getting to that point. What's impressed you about him each time as he's gotten out there? Yeah, I think his mentality is what uh, one of the best things about Davis. Um, you know, he's dying. He he wants to keep <laughs> keep that pitch count climbing and stuff, but uh, working with his school that he's headed to next year, Utah Valley, they uh, want a slow build up. He, he's been coming off an injury here last spring, so um, they just want him slowly built up, 50 pitches, and, you know, next outing he'll be able to go 60 and 70 from there on out. But um, and just attacking hitters, I think that tonight he gave up his first walk of the season, which is pretty impressive. Yeah. He's just been pounding the zone and uh, making guys hit it. So, you know, he didn't have the punch outs that you'd expect from a guy that usually sits around 90-92, but um, attacked hitters well and got ahead and, and did a pretty good job. Just one strikeout for you guys overall tonight as a pitching staff. You don't have many games where that's going to be the case, and you win. I mean, in fact, no, there were no strikeouts. There was, there was. We thought there was going to be one on the fourth on that one pitch that was swung on, and it was in the dirt. It was ruled Sam Perry couldn't hang on to it. No strikeouts for your pitching wow. staff, and you win. You ever done that before as a coach, or <laughs> had that happen in a game you won as a player? Yeah, honestly, I, I, I don't know. Um, zero strikeouts is uh, it, sa it says more about our defense than it really does about the pitching. Uh, pitching, obviously, pitching to contact, filling up the zone, letting them hit it. Um, but it says a lot about our defense. I don't know if we made an error tonight. We might have had one throwing error with Iva on the double play ball. But, um, man, defense played well. Outfield ran down some balls. Uh, infield turned two a couple times. Really nice double play balls. And uh, just played clean, quality defense all night. Heading into tomorrow, Jack Moffitt on the bump. He's only gotten better, it feels like, every start. I'm really excited about 
what he might be able to bring tonight. We talked about this in the Cam- the Kamloops series. Nice to win game one this way. How important is it to go out in game number two with the same type of energy, same type of effort? Yeah, very, very important. As we get into, uh, I think we got four series left, and, and we're start. This is the fourth. We're starting our fourth, uh, our final four series here. Um, every win is just critical. It's so it's so important for us to just keep finding a way to get a win, um, to find a way to get into these playoffs. Um, so tomorrow is a huge day, huge day with Jack Moffat on the bump. Um, got our bullpen pretty fresh after just having to use two pitchers tonight. So no reason we can't go out there and, uh, and find a way to get a series win tomorrow. Should be a ton of fun. Mitch, thanks for joining us here tonight. Thank you. Thanks, Joel. Prior to Tuesday's game, I had a chance to catch up with Apple Sox pitcher Jake Putnam. Give a listen. I'm Joel Norman, and we're joined by Apple Sox relief pitcher Jake Putnam. Jake, you picked up your second save of the season this past Sunday. Uh, longest outing of the summer for you, three and a third innings on the bump. When you went out there to start off with two outs in the sixth inning, did you think you were going to be going the rest of the way, or is it kind of how your pitch count based it? Yeah, I knew, I knew that. I told Coach that I wanted the game and uh, that it was a pretty good shot that I was going to finish up the game. But um, yeah, it was a good outing and good to kind of extend the pitch count and um, get in the game a little more, but it was it was fun. Nothing allowed for you until that final inning of relief. You, you've talked about you like to stretch it out a little bit. It's got to be tough down that stretch there where you know I'm a relief guy and you're trying to just give it the best you can at that point. How do you stay as locked in and just as sharp as possible despite the fatigue that sets in from a lengthy relief outing? Um, you know, that that's uh, it's just like staying mentally locked in and um, just like using my breath and just trying to be in control of every situation. You know, it doesn't always go your way, but the, the more you can um, keep your, your mental game in your favor, that the better, you're, the better off you'll be out there. And um, so I, I enjoyed playing and a couple of double plays and defense had my back, so it was, it was good. How big was it to get that win on Sunday? The first two days, I felt like we're kind of snake-bitten. You guys did a lot of things right, but not enough. How huge was it to be out there helping seal up the win on Sunday? Yeah, it was awesome. And um, both both games, um, Friday, Saturday, were, were close. You know, we were we were in it. Um, I think in the ninth inning, we, we had the winning or tying run on. Um, so it could have gone either way. And... Um, some bad calls, but so what? You, you've got to move on to the next next pitch, next play. and um, But it was it was great to be out there and help the team win. So, Chatting with Jake Putnam, head of the Apple Sox versus the Cowlitz Black Bears, coming up at 6.35 p.m. And, Jake, this past year and your college career, frankly, you haven't gotten a ton of work and injuries and whatnot has kind of been an issue. What has it meant to come here in the summer and kind of know, I'm fully worked out. I'm available as need be. And not only that, you're a back of the bullpen arm for this team right now. What does that mean having that role on the Apple Sox? You know, it definitely really helps my confidence going into the school year next year to just be able to play for an organization like this and some amazing teammates and players on the field. So, um, like, knowing that they have the confidence in me when, I, when I'm out there late in the game that I'm going to get it done, that it – translate I feel it and it uh, it's usually gonna work out pretty good so you played last year in the Alaska Baseball League compare that and contrast it to the West Coast League you were with Kenai River I'm sure it was a little bit cooler at times than it has been right now especially but what are some things about the two sides that you have enjoyed so far oh you know it's been both um, both awesome experiences like two great teams um, we've we've won some more games here with the Apple Sox so it's it's always good to win but uh um, a lot more fishing in Alaska, good salmon runs, but you know the team here and the 
the culture we got is is growing and um, it's been really fun to be a part of. How huge is it to get this series against Cowlitz? You went on the road rolling, you only got one of three. How important is it to take two of three this week? Yeah, it's very important for a playoff spot and just sealing down the first place uh, in the second half um, and then getting second place for, so we can host uh, for playoffs. It's it's uh, really important that we just lock it in for these next couple games and uh, you know finish, finish the season strong. Absolutely. Well, Jake, thank you for joining us. Go get him next time you're out on the mound. Thank you. That'll do it for this edition of the Apple Sox podcast. Wadanchi again faces the Black Bears at 6.35 p.m. on Wednesday and then again on Thursday night to wrap up this series. Hope to see you at the park, but if not, hope you can keep tuning in the same way hopefully you've been listening this week on kcsyfm.com. I'm Joel Norman. This is the Apple Sox podcast.